0: what's up guys i had a whole episode planned out but i've tried almost 20 times to record it and it's obviously not happening so i decided in true gooped fashion let's just talk our shit and not plan anything and see where that takes us before i get started with today's episode you can follow me on instagram at gop underscore ed you can also become a patron and support my patreon that is gooped goodies, all one word. Maybe it has an underscore. Either way, gooped goodies, no one else has gooped goodies. So you'll find it anyways. It's also linked in my Instagram bio. So yeah, I was gonna talk about this self and all of that and yada yada, but I'm gonna save this topic for when I interview someone because I think. Talking about self really t- turns into a conversation about myself when I'm alone, and I think I don't really want to do that. I don't think anyone wants to hear that, and I don't really want to do that right now. But I know what I can talk about that people do want to hear, and that's how I have become TikTok's handmaiden in the past couple of months. Past couple of months, and whilst I've been TikTok's handmaiden. I have noticed a lot of things on what I like to refer to as a hell app. I think TikTok is the worst thing that's ever happened. I also think TikTok is the best thing that's ever happened and we're gonna get into it. Real quick though, did anyone see the new episode of Euphoria that came out, I think, a week ago? A week ago, I think it came out the 6th or 7th. Um, And what do you think of it? I thought it was not the best. It was good. Like, it was good writing. Uh, and it was shot well. And the colors were pretty. There's one song they played that I absolutely hated. So that's actually a change from usually. It just felt like the writers... We're just sitting in the room and they're like, you know what's really important right now? Commentary on society. And then they just didn't think about the show that they're running. Euphoria, is it? Or am I supposed to assume Euphoria is set in the same universe as us? I guess, maybe this is just like something I'm thinking about because I've watched all of the Marvel movies recently, but Everything that happens in Iron Man, for example, does not take place on our Earth, you know? It's, it's Earth 616. Um, so is Euphoria set on our Earth? Or I think we are Earth 616. Are they Earth 616? Dang. I don't remember which Earth we are, but in, are we even an Earth in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Can someone let me know, are we in Earth Do we have a specific designation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Or the Marvel, like, comics universe? I feel like we do. Anyways, there's, like, all these universes happening, so the stories don't all take place. And that's just, like, what is happening there. So I guess for me, I always assume that TV shows, even if they're taking place in real locations that I could go to right now, that it's just not our Earth, you know? The things that are happening on earth for them are different and things that are happening for us and I just go with whatever has been set up and implied and so in the internal logic of the show euphoria no this doesn't even make any sense because even if euphoria took place in our timeline the episode picks up before any of this even happened it's like right after the spring form the the winter form the, the the homecoming dance, whatever dance where Jules ditches root, it's it literally takes place after that. And you're gonna tell me in the what the couple of days time they had the, the COVID outbreak and and police brutality protest and all of these you're gonna tell me that really and then I'm supposed to sit there for an hour and be lectured at by people that are rich. Um, and what is this doing and what is this giving me except for nothing? What is that giving me except for nothing? And then just another hour that I was trying to escape into that I will come out of having just thought of what is going on, which I don't want to think about. You know, some forms of entertainment are meant to be vehicles for social commentary. Some shows from the jump are just shows, you know, they're going to talk about an aspect of culture that needs to be addressed. Euphoria is talking about an aspect of culture, I guess, high school addiction and trauma, which is great. But what does that have to do with anything going on right now? Especially in the timeline, like, what does that have to do with anything? It also, it just makes me so curious because... There's a lot wrong, in my opinion, with Euphoria. And it's it's n- nothing like huge, but like a lot of little things. So am I really supposed to be that whoever, that woke wokey woke, whoever typed up that script that they haven't been thinking like this for a while? Or did someone just come to that conclusion and just start writing because either way, I could go into this for so long. Either way, it just feels disingenuous and it really took me out of a situation. I also, um, everyone in the episode was black, everyone that spoke in the episode was black, which I did appreciate, but because of the subject matter, it just felt so weird. It just felt like, there you go. Now stop shouting, you BLMers. We care. We are here. I hear Euphoria said I hear you. Euphoria said I hear you. It came in white saviored. Then I had to endure the Twitter discourse the day and the following days of everyone being like, "This was this woke me up. This blah 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 blah." I can- If if TV is what radicalizes you, you know what? I'm not even going to clown because. Yes, it should. It you should be radicalized you should or not even radicalized in any which way but you should just come to a point in your life where you are just clear on what you believe and what you stand for and i for me that's what radicalizing is like you just become more and more clear on what you believe personally but you If euphoria is what radicalized you this year, you just don't like care enough about a lot of things, and so maybe take a step back and question why it was euphoria that radicalized you and not, you know, like people literally dying. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> that was just a whole extra rant. Okay, also, I started Mr. Robot. Uh, because I thought it would be better than it is. It's, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I don't really like Mr. Robot. I started it a couple years ago, or maybe a few years ago now. Well, I feel like I was in high school when it came out, so, wow, like, a long... I started it a long time ago. Um, I guess it, like, hit more, but... Watching the Capitalism Bad show now is a little clownish. And it's made me realize that I really, really, really despise male-driven and very white portrayals of revolution. Um, Because it it just kind of gives me the ick. It gives me the ick because these are not ideas that white people came up with. These are not ideas that they want to implement. And it, it also is interesting that these shows, like Mr. Robot is really violent. Hopefully I'm not gonna get into any sport. I don't think I'm gonna spoil anything, so it'll be fine. But I guess spoiler alert in case I accidentally do in the next 30 seconds. Um, I just, there's, these sh- shows tend to get really violent and I, it's just so typical. I feel like I've seen, I've heard and seen enough of this like edgy computer hacking, like, ooh, we hate banks and money sucks and like, they wake up everyone. Like, cause I can only ever wonder, are you still white supremacist in ways? obviously you are there are some lines on the show that are just I have to side eye I have to side eye because it's like this is not even a remotely accurate statement to make and I don't know what's going on that being said um I did watch all of season one in like two days because the show had me gripped it has me gripped I will continue watching Mr. Robot I don't like it uh but i'm only like a couple episodes into season two so maybe everything will change but i did not really like season one it felt really corny um but i feel like that's just because of how it's aged and how and this year really i think if 2020 had happened i would probably still enjoy it or maybe i would buy into it more you know, I just it didn't really give me anything I didn't already have. So yeah, that was the end of my segment where I review popular media. But let's get back to the topic at hand, and that is TikTok. Um yeah, Hell App. I'm not gonna sit here and talk about like why I love TikTok, but I do wanna talk about very concerning and problematic things I've noticed on the app, and this will kind of go into a larger conversation of influencers and that kind of culture a little bit. Um, and I'm not gonna just be like, oh yeah, influencer bad, influencer cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. I don't really care about that because, you know, at this point, I can't even be mad at these people. The expectations should be managed. For me, as soon as a white teenager gets famous, and I can't exactly tell you what their skills are. I my expectations have been managed. I know it's going to come out that they are racist. I know it's going to come out that they've done something horrible and ridiculous. And so, I just it takes a lot of energy to always be mad at these people because you'll always be mad and at this point, if everyone coming out of a system, I'm gonna call it influencering, a, like a system, it's like a, a structure and people move through it and then they get to like the top, I guess. But if everyone that comes out of this system sucks, then I don't even know why we're trying to cancel them and not trying to cancel ourselves or the people that made them famous or their parents, you know, or the algorithms or the society that made them that way. At the end of the day, these people have millions of followers. Charlie D'Amelio has a hundred million followers. Um, Do I think they're all real? No, but that's a conspiracy theory for another day but let's just give Charlie the benefit of the doubt and say that all of them are real or even just like half of them, say half of them are bots, but the other 50 million are real people. They all still like, see enough of themselves in her or aspire enough towards being her to want to engage with her and her content all the time and to get everything like, get that serotonin from her and people like her. And while I do think that critique of Charlie ha- has been harsh because she is a kid, uh, it's still really valid. And honestly, it's up to her parents who... That's a whole other conversation for another day. Up to her parents to really be better parents because this is messed up. And I honestly believe that all these influencers... Are gonna end up with like s- issues. And especially, like, a hun- imagine quick sidetrack imagine having a hundred million people watching you, or just knowing in the back of your mind that a hundred million people, like, do follow your every move at 15. Like, what? What would that what does that do to someone? That's an incredible amount of power, an incredible amount of influence, and power like that corrupts. So yeah, that should never have been allowed to happen ever. But it happened. And so imagine that yeah, half of people that follow her are real, and those people, yeah, they look to her and aspire towards her. And it's been made very clear time and time again that people like charlie or like other members of like the hype house which is like a content house on tiktok of just white kids they just don't really care about black lives matter they don't care about anything really that isn't them and it's and they also just have like this in level of entitlement that is unmatched i think So just imagine like all these people just aspiring towards that behavior. Like that's the actual issue. Canceling someone, whatever. But we all have phones and we all have the ability to critically engage with things, but also just to talk to people we know that engage with content that might not be the smartest. So what is going on that this is happening? I... I don't really know how to put TikTok is the most racist app I've ever been on in my entire life and for a while there I just couldn't go on it because it is just ugly like people are just mean and they're ugly and I toughed it out and I curated it in my for you page so now out of 100 creators maybe 3 of them 3 or 4 of them will be white but I am mostly Follow and engage with BIPOC content. So now it's great. But there's like a very st- strong undertone of racism on TikTok and even within the white leftist circles and creators, just constantly talking over people of color, shutting people of color down, explaining things to people of color, that people of color said to other people of color, like and that no one asked for. And the thing is too, everything that's trending on TikTok, I promise you, I promise you a white person did not create that. So that's another thing. It's like the people that reap the benefits of this app are people that just g- give it nothing. They give it nothing except for a face that an algorithm has decided is acceptable, palatable, and presentable. And that's what I, I and they're just, and I feel like only people of color talk about this and care about this because it's rude. I think it's rude. I sit there all the time and just have to wonder what the heck, how did this happen? How did we, how did we get here? How do we get to a point where everyone thinks this society is post-racial and it's like, someone said it best, we allow white teenagers to grow up in the 1950s. How the heck, how the heck, how, oh wow, how is, it was a different time, a defense for something someone did in the 2000s. What do you, what different time? Like, we say that kind of stuff. We, not we, I might even put myself in that. I don't say this, but people will say that kind of stuff all the time when they defend slavery. So, are you really going to allow yourself to get off by the same standard as slave owners? It was a different time. I don't really think it was because I'm pretty sure there was more than enough knowledge out there to know better. And I don't think it's an excuse anymore not to take it upon yourself to do better. I I have been hmm hmm, hmm hmm I just had a thought I just had a thought I think I think that there should no longer be there should be zero tolerance for racism but actually zero tolerance not not this like zero tolerance call in call out but really all that's gonna happen is like we'll just say please stop and then you'll have done it and not actually done anything about it and then you're fine when I say zero tolerance I mean something about you is racist like in even in the past I don't care you're out you're done until there. Until people of color vouch for the fact that, yes, this person is no longer racist. That's what gets me. It's always people going, cancel culture doesn't exist, and say like, it doesn't exist because white people don't care enough to make it exist. Like at the end of the day, a white person will pick content over the fact that someone is literally an active oppressor. An active oppressor. People, I see people defending like the Kardashians all the time. And they are actively harming people like, phys- like in real life. And not like, oh, mental, har- like physical harm. They don't pay workers overseas. So we can only conclude that their stuff is made in a sweatshop. Kylie, allegedly, but we all know it's true. Um, and people don't care because it's like, well, I really need my lip kit. Or I really need my 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 pants, my skims, I really need my skims, and it's it's just it's gross, it's really gross, and I think that the only reason that stuff like that even exists is because people keep it's a different timing, it's a different timing, it's a different time, but yeah, <laughs> I got so heated, I got flustered. Even though it's a different time, these people that exist in different times are raising kids in this time. And those kids who are never going to get called out because it was a different time, whatever that means, are going to raise more kids. It'll be a different time. A different time does not ever indicate that you understand what you did was wrong. Actually, all it says to me is that you, because you didn't think it was that big a deal back then, you shouldn't have to think it's a big deal now, what you did. What? What? The same people that love to be like, oh my god, when you remember something super embarrassing you did like 50 years ago and you're like cringe, literally can't even fathom why something they did three, four, five years ago that's a hate crime would have real ramifications on people if they have to remember that, engage with that, or see someone who represents in their minds harm. They can't fathom like why those two are literally the same thing and why one actually is more important than the other. And even though I started on TikTok or I started this conversation like through TikTok, it, it really is an empathy thing and a general state of our society. It's really easy for people to be like, oh, these influencers, these influencers, but the thing is a lot of these influencers are people that got famous because they were relatable. They built their following off of being people that were relatable and that people wanted to engage with and listen to because they felt like they had a friend and they felt like they had someone in their corner. So all that tells me is that right now, the people that are famous are people that best represent what the American public wants and aspires towards and values. And if that's, if that is what is happening, honey, we got a big storm coming. I would maybe be more forgiving if these influencers were like 56 years old and then I could be like, oh, yeah, it was literally a different time. But these are people that were born the same time as me, sometimes even younger. And I knew racism was bad in 2013. I knew that was bad in 2013. So why did you know it was bad in 2013? And if your reasoning is like, oh, well, I didn't really like, have people color in my life. Okay, I don't care. Go away and de-platform. Don't have a platform. Don't have power to influence because you're going to misuse your influence. Obviously, because everyone's partying during a pandemic. And I, wow. And this has been touched on a lot by other people. And I am by no means the first person saying this. At all, but really, just thinking about what does this even mean about the world, the state of the world. If these are our stars, pr- guys that are predators, people that, that have f- make their fame off the backs of black people, or our celebrities. Um, yeah, we're doing it pr- terribly right now. That that's horrible that's very very horrible and super embarrassing super duper embarrassing so i don't know those are just kind of my thoughts there And i don't really want to go into the topic much more because it's first of all it's nighttime and i just hate being mad at night because i know i'm gonna have some weird dreams um but also because you know like what else can you say really nothing what's done is done um what's done is done and 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 these and these are one these are our champions these are the people we uplift every uh these are people that we give dunkin donuts drinks to for what exactly i don't know i vote 2021 we kind of just abolish celebrity culture we can have celebrities, we can have people that are like really well known. Of course, we're going to know actors because, I mean, we see them and that's one thing. But I always have to remind myself that a lot of famous people aren't very smart or aware of much at all. Because it's like they're professional pretenders. And we keep turning to them as though they're experts on things that they're they're just not going to be experts on. Because they're professional pretenders. Just because someone plays a smart character in a movie does not mean they are as smart as the character they are portraying. And sometimes even I forget that. Sometimes even I forget that. Okay, diving back into like some. Now that we're on celebrity and like influencers, I might as well get into the Tenant. Has anyone seen Tenant? Has anyone seen. Oh, maybe it's not even out yet. Um, okay, well, shoot, watch Tenet Legally, guys, but when you do watch it, come, let me know if you also thought it was bad. I thought it was terrible, it made no sense, and not made no sense in the Christopher Nolan way of like, he's so smart, and he really, it just actually just made no sense. And then I went on Reddit, I don't even, I don't know why, um, I went on Reddit and it was, the discourse there was exactly what I expected, disappointing, I don't even know why I do this to myself, but everyone was like, yeah, I've watched movie two, three, four, five times, like, because I didn't get it the first three times, which makes it so good. I'm like, this, is it a good movie? Is it a good movie? I feel like a good movie would be able to communicate exactly what it's trying to communicate the first time so that I can enjoy the experience with the characters, but instead we are thrown into a confusing mess. We are thrown into a confusing mess. But because like because this person made Inception all of a sudden it's a smart movie. I don't even know if Inception was really that deep to me. And maybe I'm totally missing what cinema is, but I don't really watch movies to be confused in a way that isn't compelling. I don't ever wanna feel like I need to have gone to school for years to understand what's being talked about. I'm down to learn. I'm down to be a little out of my depth, but when you're making a movie, I feel like it, or okay it doesn't have to be like understandable to everyone but when it's like a huge blockbuster cuz it's supposed to come out in the summertime and like everyone's going to go like the main takeaway shouldn't be like i'm so confused i can't even tell if it's good or not or maybe the fact that it's bad should not have to do with the plot um and that's where i'll rest my case i just think like movies can be confusing but if if the plot Makes it confusing to the point that it's an unenjoyable experience because I you really have to be like thinking about stuff. I don't I don't think that it's a good movie in that case. I I just don't. Dang! Now I kind of want to just start watching a ton of movies sometimes and then just doing review episodes every once in a while because I really do love thinking about media, which is why I do kind of love. things I hate so maybe I did love Tenet because I like knowing what is about things I don't like so that next time I can just avoid that or I can just pick things I do like I thought I would like it because okay honestly I only watched it because Robert Pattinson's in it so I'm not even gonna fit myself that I made that was a bad faith decision I made a bad faith decision about this movie that I wanted to watch. But yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Before I forget, <laughs> going, circling all the way back to the TikTok thing, there, I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Um, there is a content group on TikTok called the Golden Retrievers. And it's a group of boys that all have quote unquote golden retriever energy. And I couldn't tell you what that is, but here's what I can tell you about the group. They are all white, blonde, and they have blue eyes. I think the one, there's one Cade who doesn't look quite as like, I guess white, the way the rest, I think he has brown eyes or, or like, he has like, oh, I don't think he's as blonde as the rest of them, but they call him a German Shepherd. Um, they call him the German Shepherd of the group. I, and and all the comments are like, I, I love this golden retriever energy and I really want a girl version of this. And I just have to ask, like, what is his energy? How do these boys get like hundreds of thousands of subscribers in days because of their golden retriever energy that I think is just code for blue eyes, blonde hair, white? I'd rather they just be like, white boys. Only. White boys only group. You know? Instead of, oh, it's because they have golden retriever energy. I've never even really met a golden retriever with a personality. So is, is that a compliment? I don't think so. I don't think so. But that's just weird, just a little weird, a little nonsense. So yeah, um, thanks for joining me. This is gonna be a little bit shorter of an episode because I just, you know, I my style of communication has really changed. I feel like during this quarantine and especially in the past month, I just don't really feel like speaking anymore. I don't even know if that's the right way to put it. I do love to speak. I just don't have a way of categorizing my thoughts anymore, in a way that isn't, in a way that makes sense to other people. And I think that's just because I haven't really had to perform myself in a long time so things will make sense to me but I'll listen back and realize it doesn't make really much sense at all and is all over the place but I'm getting back into the groove and because I want this podcast to really just be an honest and open experience I'm not gonna edit this episode I'm just gonna let it be what it is and I hope I can get some feedback. Some DMs would be awesome. Let me know some things you would want me to talk about. I know mean, if you want to be on the show and what you would want to talk about if you're a listener, I would love to call people onto the show and just spend like four or five minutes, an hour wondering what you think is a scam. I will be doing the self episode at some point. I, right now, it's just not the time. And I think, it's probably because I'm still mid existential crisis. So, stay safe. Think hard, and just vibe really. And if you find yourself just like really not having fight in you anymore, or just kind of like, ah, uh, like ah, uh, yeah, same, really. Okay, goodbye everyone. Love you lots.